0: What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, guys, welcome back to the New Vision Podcast. Good to be back with you. Cloud with you here. We're almost done with Ephesians. We're in the last chapter. And so today we're continuing on with these kind of exhortations that Paul is giving to different people in different relationships. So we have talked about husbands and wives and parents and children. Well, today we're talking about, you know, slaves and masters. And so with that said, there's going to be some explanation, of course. But let's go ahead and read and see what scripture has to say today. I'm going to toss it up a little bit. I'm going to be reading out of the NASB. Okay, so that's a little bit different. So this is Ephesians chapter 6, verses 5 through 9. Slaves, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh with fear and trembling, in the sincerity of your heart as to Christ. Not by way of eye service as man pleasers, but as slaves of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. With good will, render service as to the Lord and not to men. Knowing... That whatever good each one does, this he will receive back from the Lord, whether slave or free. And then verse 9. And masters do the same things to them and give up threatening, knowing that both their master and yours is in heaven and there is no partiality with him. And uh, we've got a little time, so I'll I'll go ahead and read the ESV as well. Verse 5. Bond servants... Obey your earthly masters with fear and trembling, with a sincere heart as you would Christ, not by the way of eye service as people pleasers, but as bond servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, rendering service with a good will as to the Lord and not to man, knowing that whatever good anyone does, this he will receive back from the Lord, whether he is a bond servant or is free. Masters do the same to them and stop your threatening, knowing that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven and that there is no partiality with him. And the reason I read those two different versions was to first of all, see that there's a difference in kind of translation. So literally uh, the NAS, NASB is kind of a word for word translation. It literally it's like this word means that, that word means that. And the ESV is is close to literal, but it's more of a clause for clause translation. And so it does kind of – it translates the word doulos, which is the Greek word. It was written doulos. That literally means slaves. Uh, ESV translates that as bondservants or, or, you know, servant basically. And that's fine. That's perfectly fine. Like that's the context in which it's talking about. But really that's the first point is this slavery, you know, doulos, the Greek word for slave – slavery was different in the Roman world than in our American South. And we've talked about this before. I think I, you know, if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time when we we were in Exodus, I spent a whole whole episode, I think, talking about this this kind of idea. So anyways, we're just hitting that again that, uh, yeah, the word in Greek is slave. He's talking about slaves and masters, but slavery, doulos, is different in the, in the Roman world and in, in the rest of the Bible for that matter. Uh, than it was in the American South in, in our in the history of our country, <laughs> and so yes, it's more like indentured servitude. Um, you know, the slaves or, or servants in that era wanted, in many cases, to be in their position because of the financial security that provided, et, et, et cetera, et cetera. So, anyways, first off, it's it's different than our, our our historical context, and then number two, obviously, I think most of you kind of know where this is going. This has this more has more in common with our kind of boss employee relationship than it does with, you know, actual slavery. And so that's really, you know, that, you know, that it has, it's pretty application driven, right? This, obviously the application of this is your workplace, right? Your boss, your employee type relationship. And so I think a lot of times, um, if we've been in church for a while, right? A lot of times we're reading, you're reading scripture and you, you come across verses that, that talk about this kind of stuff. And I think when we read this, you know, myself included, I think our hearts and our minds just kind of, we take it and we're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but the emphasis in so doing has historically, you know, in our application been mostly on the employee side of that, right? And so that's probably most of us who are listening. Maybe you're driving to work as we speak, but you're an employee and you you kind of hear this and you're... And you know, deep down, you're like you—you you think you're hearing, or you're interpreting this kind of stuff. Of all right, I play this, and it's basically telling me that I stink. I mean, like, you stink. You know, you need to do better, right? Quit stealing and all that kind of stuff. And there's tons of application here for being an employee. You know, have you know, putting in a full day's work, not lying on your timesheet. You know, quit wasting time surfing the internet you know, when you should be doing files or reports or whatever it is, you know, you're sending email to friends, you're using company time to do other stuff. Whenever, basically, whenever we give anything less than our best effort, we're robbing our employer of the productivity that we owe to him, to them, whoever it is. And so like, we're being paid for that. You're, you're either stealing or, you know, not living up to all that God has called you to be. And so, yes, that is, I mean, not to say you stink. I mean, but there's an application there that we would typically kind of interpret that way. It's like, man, I need to do better in this area, this area, in this area, and whatever that is. But what I love about this text is that it also talks to the masters, right? Your employers, especially maybe maybe some of you listen to this on your own company, or you're the boss, or you're the the line, you know, supervisor or whatever it is. And I love how this text speaks to employ those employers to this mutual thing. He, he says in verse nine, masters do the same to them. All right. So he's talking about verse seven, rendering service with a goodwill as to the Lord and not to man. And so we, we emphasized it on the employee, but the employers like, Hey, you need to have goodwill to your employees. And you know, that this has something for you too. I mean, you know, employers, Will often demand longer hours, and even if they don't actually say that, maybe like your your employees that they're they're ready to leave for the day, but your car's still kind of out there. It's like way past when you would normally leave, but you kind of it's it's almost like the unsp- unspoken expectation that you kind of need. You know, th- there's kind of this demand for longer hours. Well, or maybe I know times are hard right now, or you know, inflation and all that stuff's being talked about, but certain companies or, or certain decisions being made to, to downsize the workforce, but with the end goal of increasing the profits. Now, I'm not saying profits are bad. I'm just saying, you know, there's that that emphasis. And so basically the workers who still have jobs end up doing their work, plus all the work of the people that are gone. And so basically it's a sophisticated way for companies to basically steal from their best employees. Or There's all sorts of ways, right? I don't know if you're an employee listening to this and you're like, well, you don't, you don't know my boss, he's a jerk, you know, and you're a boss listening to this and you're like, you don't understand the people that I have to work with. They're, they're lazy. Like nobody wants to work. Like I get that. And so I think that, that draws us out to this fourth point that I, I see here is that this is hard. I mean, it's hard both sides, you know, right? Cause your boss is a jerk and your employees are lazy, right? Or whatever it is, whatever you have, that you're like pushing back on this, right? But that that that's the hard part. And the hard part is also what points us to Christ in this text. As bondservants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, rendering service as to the Lord and not to man. And then to the masters, like, hey, your employees, like God's in charge over them and he's in charge over you too, right? He has no partiality. And so this... This shows like, yeah, it's hard. This is hard to do, but we work for Christ. We work for God, where He's our ultimate master. We're all do loss. We're all slaves to Him. And that's a good thing. And He's like the best person to have as our master. And so we think about this. I pointed this out a long time ago, but we are do loss. We're a slave to the master, ultimate master over all of us. So we need to treat others fairly. But He, Jesus, is the one who himself was made a slave, and he took on the very nature of a slave or a servant. We see that in Philippians 2, verse 7. He took on the nature of, of servitude, not for his own good, but for ours. And that's the story of our salvation. It's that God, Mark, Mark 10 says, did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. And so whether you find yourself as an employee or employer, wherever you are on the spectrum, there's no area of life, you know, too big or too too small, too mundane of a job that the person and work of Christ cannot sanctify and empower us to live out this very difficult text at times. And so I hope that encourages you today that you can get up and go to work and do a really good job as working for Christ and not for your jerk of a boss, et cetera, so that you show Jesus off in that area and you ultimately have him as your master. Thank goodness that he put himself as a servant to serve us and that we can walk with him forever because of it. You can do anything from 9 to 5 with that in mind, and I hope that encourages you this morning, today, whenever you're listening to this. Y'all stay tuned tomorrow because we've got uh, the... uh, we're spending some more time on looking at the armor of God and this spiritual warfare, and so we've got some several some guests coming up. We got, you know, it's just going to be a good week. So we hope you guys stick around for that. We'll see you then, and you all have a great day. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's Word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.